everybody, welcome back to Cover B. Welcome back to Cover B. We have a bit of a weird real extra, I guess. It's kind of weird. We it's an old, it's old. It's not old. It's two years old. But I bet you didn't know it happened. Yeah, it's, <laughs> we, we finally got a chance to watch this movie. It's been out for a while. Uh, it happened at a very unfortunate time, which we'll talk about. Address. Uh, and... Uh, we just haven't gotten a chance to watch it, but over the holidays, we were able to sit and watch it with my family, and, uh, now we're gonna talk about it. So this is Bloodshot, the Valiant Comics superhero Vin Diesel action flick Bloodshot. Now be honest with yourself. Did you know this movie existed? Because <laughs> I bet you didn't. Probably a good handful <laughs> of you did not, so... I didn't! <laughs> getting right into it, Bloodshot, uh, follows... Soldier Ray Garrison, uh, played by Vin Diesel, who is killed in the line of duty uh, in a very kind of terrible way. Him and his wife are kidnapped. Well, I guess he's not killed in the line of duty. I, I take that back. He's killed outside of the line of duty. Him and his wife are kidnapped by a some sort of organized terrorist. crime terrorist person uh, after he goes through a mission where he does a bunch of like rogue you know, people on his radio are like, damn it, Garrison, we told you to wait and all that kind of, you know, soldier action movie soldier stuff yeah. like solo lone wolf. I'm going in, taking out a bunch of terrorists. Uh, the reason you eat your popcorn, he rescues a hostage. And then the guy responsible for the whole thing captures him and his wife, uh, kills his wife in front of him uh, and then shoots him. He then wakes up in a high tech lab uh, and finds out that he is part of some government project uh, wherein nanites are used to rebuild and reconstruct him. And he is now super strong, uh, super healy. He can heal really well. Uh, and he is going back in the field. But before all that happens, he suddenly remembers the face of the man that killed him and he seeks out for revenge. And then this leads him down a course of uh, finding out that the things told to him after his resurrection might not all be uh, true and what he was told and promised and that the world around him might not be as real as he thinks it is. Mm -hmm. T, what'd you think? This movie was interesting. I had not heard the movie come out um, to... Go back to what Chris alluded to before. This movie dropped in March of 2020. Yeah, so a little bit... I, I'll do that first before we talk about it then. A little bit of background on this movie. It dropped March 13th, 2020. Do you guys remember what else dropped March 13th, 2020? <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sony, shortly after its world premiere, Sony announced that due to theater closures, it would go onto VOD, like, uh, paid VOD. Uh, so because of that movie didn't do very well. And a lot of people didn't know it existed. Um, for example, the budget, according to IMDb and Wikipedia, I confirmed this on both. So I guess they have the same sources. Um, but according to IMDb, the budget for this was an estimated $45 million, which you can see in the movie. It has pretty pretty decent visual effects. It doesn't have a huge cast. Guy Pierce uh, plays the doctor that resurrects Vin Diesel. Uh, Asa Gonzalez is uh, one of the soldiers in the group that he's resurrected into. 
but there weren't a lot of like huge names, you know, huge standout names aside from Vin. Uh, $45 million gross U S and Canada was 12 million, 12.5 million gross worldwide, which the movie had, I don't know the full details of it, but it took a long time to get over to China and get to other countries. Uh, 39 million, 39.8 million. So 45 million budget gross worldwide was 39.8. This movie took a big hit because of a lot of the circumstances that it came out in. Uh, so a lot of people weren't aware of it. A lot of people didn't know that it existed. It didn't really get a theater run. It's kind of impressive that it made 12 million off of being on VOD, but you know, and it's coming, you know, that's kind of doubled up with the fact that it's coming from a comic universe that a lot of people aren't familiar with. But this was supposed to be the flagship launch of like a five picture deal between Valiant and Sony. I don't know if that deal still exists. I know Valiant itself has had, and I'm not an expert on this, so I'm not going to dive too deep into it, but Valiant itself has had quite a bit of drama in terms of like changing hands and ownership. Um, and they really wanted to get into doing like an MCU competitor kind of thing, like doing their own cinematic universe. And I think it could have been really cool, but it was just really unfortunate circumstances that this one came out in. Anyway, that's the background of this movie. That's why it's weird that we're talking about it. That's why we're talking about it, admittedly, two years after it happened. Um, Sony, honestly, is very restrictive on their uh, streaming, too, mm -hmm. which doesn't help. Nope. Like, they don't... A lot of Sony stuff doesn't really exist... Anywhere. ...in a lot of places, <laughs> uh, aside from, like, buying it on Amazon and stuff, so... Um, it's a hard movie for people to watch. It, it sucks. It sucks that that happened. But anyway, now we'll get into our opinions on it and let you know what we think. T, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's kind of a massive bummer because this movie was actually really entertaining, in my opinion. Um, it's very much a Vin Diesel superhero movie. I think if this had been given its proper run in a normal environment, this would have taken off. It's got a lot of the pieces, parts that people really enjoy. The, you know, it's Vin being a classic Vin Diesel character, mm -hmm. being a superhero in a comic book universe, which people, you know, comic book people aside, even myself, I've never read the Valiant comics about Bloodshot, but knowing that it's a comic book movie gets me a little bit jazzed, yeah. right? So, like... It's a comic book movie, it's a superhero movie, it's Vin Diesel, yeah. It's but it's more of the action side rather than the, like, more fantasy-based, more space, more things like that. Mm -hmm. well, and, and Sorry. No, go ahead. And to be honest, like, Vin Diesel had some really good moments mm -hmm. in this. Like, there, especially later on in the movie, he does a lot of his just kind of, like, standard, very muted action hero, like, I'm talking now. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, very just, like, saying cool things with, like, you know, half open eyes. Like, <laughs> But there are moments where he gets to have, like, a lot of emotion. You yeah. know what I mean? And he gets to explode with emotion. It was a good, it was a good range for Vin to show. It was a know? good role. And the writing on this movie, I don't want to spoil it, but is actually really good. There were twists and turns that I genuinely didn't see coming. There were things that happened that I went, oh, I that is genuinely unexpected. It had more thought and depth mm -hmm. than a lot of your standard uh, run-of-the-mill uh, 
like a Jason Statham movie, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's more there's more to it. There's more intrigue, there's more depth, there's more <clears throat> twists and turns yeah. and and surprises and you know, funny great character development. And I, I don't know. I thought there was a lot of potential here. Yeah. And it just sort of bums me that, out. You know, all that said was it, you know, does it deserve Academy Awards? No. no. It's it's not an amazing movie. No. But it's a fun movie. It's a fun kind of standard action flick. It's got some laughs. Like I said, it's got some good performances from Vin Diesel. I thought Guy Pierce did a good job in his role. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, that dude's getting pigeonholed. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I thought it was good. And there's room for that. Like, yeah. look at the Fast and the Furious franchise. Also Vin Diesel. But look at... People want that kind of stuff. They yes. want that kind of bombastic explosions of people fighting on top of a falling elevator and people with robot parts and, you know, cool, like, bam, 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 I'm punching and shooting and taking people out and all this stuff. Like, they want that. There's a market for that. There's absolutely a you market know, for that. Can you be an absolute, you know, cinephile and, like, poo-poo it and snub your little nose at it and stuff like that? Sure. Yeah. But people like it. It it's, makes money. It makes money. <laughs> it's out there. There's, you know, 15 million Fast and the Furious movies, so it works. And spinoffs. You know, <laughs> John Cena, Dwayne Johnson, Vin Diesel, Jason Statham, they all have huge careers with tons of money, and they all do movies like this all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, there's a market for it, and this one was fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't often engage in these kind of movies, but I found myself enjoying this one. I think it could have been, like, I, I think it would have been cool in a world where the Panini never happened. It's true. To have this launch Valiant into, like, being able to do its own thing. Yeah. And having the Valiant movies feel more like those, you know, Fast and the Furious movies or the Transformers mm -hmm. movies. That kind of, like, standard Michael Bay-ish action. Right. You know, there's room for superhero movies that feel that way. It's why the Underworld movies did really well. You know, they, granted, had that, you know, gothic, no one knows how to white balance feel to it. But, <laughs> you know, the reason those do well and the reason the Blade movies did well is because they, instead of fitting the kind of formula that we see in stuff from the MCU or stuff from the DCU. They were just trying to be action movies. Yep. They were trying to be action movies first, superheroes second. Yep. And that's what this one does. And it works. And it worked. And I think it would have been, and I, I kind of hope that they try again. I hope that they're just waiting, getting some distance, raising some money, and they're going to try again. I don't know. You know, if you keep up with comics, Valiant isn't pumping out the numbers that they were. Yeah. You know. It's kind of a bummer. Um, does Sony still have this deal? Maybe they're waiting to get the next movie off. I haven't really looked into it too much. Um, but I think having, like, a very action-forward superhero universe could be cool. It could be nice. It could be refreshing to go from, you know, the hyper-broodiness of the, uh, the the Zack DCU, <laughs> which who's to say what the DCU will look like now that James Gunn and other guy have taken over <laughs> James Gunn and James Gunn's partner. Um, I'm sure he has many responsibilities and a great track record. I just don't remember his name. Um, and then, you know, the, the quippy, like funny, very, very comic kind of similar in tone, comic tone, 
MCU going into something that, you know, feels more like a Fast and the Furious movie. You know, it really it really does say a lot that the movie did as well as it did, considering it had literally everything going against it, because not only was it dropped right at the Panini, but like you mentioned, it's the deal was with Sony and it was produced by Sony and Mm. Sony doesn't stream. So there is a universe where they made this movie with a different production team, a different studio that does put their stuff on Hulu, that does put their stuff on Netflix. Everyone was stuck at home. This movie would have done so well on a Netflix or a Hulu or even a Paramount Plus. I mean, if people had access to it, I feel like people would see it. But even you and I were only able to see it because our family has cable. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's the only reason we were able to see this. And that's how they saw it, was through cable. And not many people have cable anymore. So it's kind of a huge bummer that it just was put into a scenario where they they couldn't get it to people. But even when people, people still went to find it because it has so much potential and it had a lot going for it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you look up, like I'm, I'm looking up Fast and Furious movies as I, as I speak, they have similar ratings to what Bloodshot got. Like Fast 9, the most recent one, has a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. I believe Bloodshot's the exact same. 5.2 out of 10 and then you go down and you look at uh let's look at the budget for fast nine budget was 200 million jeez louise so it was almost four times the budget but it was nine movies into a money-making franchise so True. of course it's gonna be 200 million gross u.s and canada was 173 million mm-hmm. you know so it's it's interesting to think of what it could what could have been yeah. because this movie didn't need to make 173 million it didn't gross u.s and canada to gross worldwide of Fast Nine, by the way, it was seven hundred twenty-six million. That's crazy. Um, That's a lot of money. <laughs> you know, it didn't have to make. It could have made one hundred seventy-three gross worldwide. And been and a huge success. Been a huge success. It was forty-five million dollars to make. And yeah, there's you know, it wasn't the best even action movie I've seen. There were some slow bits, and like I said, there's a big shift in how Vin Diesel holds himself. He does really, really well in the beginning and then eventually just, like, goes into very generic action hero mode. And that's fine. But the character itself is really cool and it's an interesting... It's an interesting character that we don't see. And it it introduces all these concepts like mind manipulation and, like, how we treat our vets. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it it isn't... it's, It's a pro-veteran movie without being strongly political one way or another which is a good thing which is awesome good movie to have like it doesn't feel like it champions either side really no it's just like hey injured vets take care of them don't manipulate them yeah you know it is a relatable movie in a lot of way because it's like a medical kind of based company taking advantage of veterans and that's something we've seen you know and you know, there's conversations about trauma and there's conversations about putting too much of yourself into work and what identity is. And there's a lot of cool conversations around this character and around this movie. It just was a matter of happenstance, unfortunately. Just a really, bummer. really unlucky. So maybe, who knows? Maybe the revival's in the works. Maybe as, if more people find it, maybe if Sony makes a deal to put it up on Hulu or sells it to HBO or something, maybe we'll 
see more of it. Maybe you guys listening to this can go give it a few more numbers. Yeah. You know, will it be as strong of an internet campaign as, you know, the Snyder cut? No, probably not. But maybe if enough people kind of catch on to this, enough Vin Diesel fans get out there and see it, maybe we'll see more Valiant stuff happen. Maybe he'll fight for it. Maybe Vin will fight for it. Who knows? But it's a cool movie. Yeah, if you like, cool. If you like action stuff, I recommend. You know what I mean? Don't it's go in expecting, like... An instant classic, but it's it's it was it was a good time. I enjoyed it. It was yeah. a fun movie to watch with my family, which is sometimes hard because we <laughs> don't often agree on <laughs> on movies. It's true. T and I like horror, and my dad likes action, and my mom likes action as long as it's not too violent. <laughs> <laughs> and they like horror too, but it's like. You know, Light movies, horror. movies like Christine, they're like, mm, they're just pushing it. You know, <laughs> we're maxing out here. All right, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not giving them enough credit, but it was a fun movie. Watch it over the holidays. Watch it whenever, but get out there and check it out if you're interested. Yeah. That's going to do it for us. Uh, if you want more episodes of Cover B, you can find them on our website, CoverBpodcast.com. That's right. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at CoverBpodcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you guys. As always, I have been Chris. This has been T. It's true. And you've been listening to Cover, Cover B. B. Bye, everybody. Bye.